God is present with us in our suffering. Jesus is Savior and Lord, even in the darkness. The power of sin, sickness, and death to terrify us and take away what is most precious to us has been shattered at the cross of Christ. That's what Katie Hubbard helps us discover as we read her journal from 2013 after her diagnosis with recurrent breast cancer. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I think you're going to find there are good things here. Well, we begin this week's podcast with a thought from Katie's journal uh, at the end of April 25th. She really asked a question of herself. She says, there is maybe a thread of self-pity that is running through me. Why me? Why now? Why here? Why this? I don't want Kayla to go to Central. I'm a lousy evangelist. I never share Jesus. I'm afraid of being left alone, behind, forgotten. I'm afraid of being misunderstood. Maybe no one but Joe Woodard really knows what I'm facing. This all feels so unending. Then she writes, Friday, April 26, 2013. Dear Lord, from Jesus calling. You can lash out at the difficulty, resenting it and feeling sorry for yourself. This will take you down into a pit of self-pity. Alternatively, the problem can be a ladder, enabling you to climb up and see your life from my perspective. Viewed from above, the obstacle that frustrated you is only a light and momentary trouble. From 2 Corinthians 4.18 while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Lord, I am concerned about the state of my faith. Cancer and Nick's death have been two very big blows. Nick was our nephew who passed away in an automobile accident down in Texas. Yet, there are other ways that I see you at work, and I see your blessings. My kids, I see good fruit in them. Our NAV staff team, the Dagers and Becky, Leanne, Tyler, Lauren, Josh and Rachel, Noah and Katie. Your provision for us, and then Katie lists out many gifts that had come our way. Mrs. Prince in preschool, Joseph is able to be there five days a week, and they're not charging us extra. It is such a good environment. We have good insurance. We have great friends. And yet I hear about Joe's cancer and the lesions on her stomach and the whispers of final stages. I see my own statistics, and it feels impossible, inevitable. Friday, May 3rd, 2013. Dear Lord, it is time for me to put on the armor of God. Romans 13, 12 and 14. 1 Corinthians 15, 53 and 54. This is one of the rare times, by the way, that Katie did not write out longhand each of those verses. She just gave the references. But she does write out Job 
29, starting with verse 2. Oh, that I were as in the months past, as in the days when God watched over me. And she parenthetically says, for we expect God to be good. Indeed, God showered Job with blessings until Satan interfered. And she goes on quoting from Job 29, when his lamp shone upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness, just as I was in the days of my prime, when the friendly counsel of God was in my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were around me, when my steps were bathed with cream, and when the rock poured out rivers of oil for me. But somehow in all of this craziness, Katie writes, Nick, Lauren, Tyler, Josh, and Rachel are all coming on Edge Corps staff. Ryan and Greg are living with us in the fall, and we have money to spend on launching new ministries. Psalm 90, verse 13, Return, O Lord, how long, and have compassion on your servants. O satisfy us early with your mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad according to the days in which you afflicted us, the years in which we have seen evil. And then Psalm 118, verse 1. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. From Sunday, May 5th, 2013, from the 1000 Gifts devotional, Philippians 3, verse 10. I want to know Christ, Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. To know the power of resurrection, you have to experience death. There can be no Sunday morning without a Friday afternoon. A reference, by the way, to Jesus' crucifixion on a Friday and resurrection on a Sunday. You take ugly and make it beautiful. Isaiah 61. You take what is impossible and make it possible. Luke 1. You take what is dead and make it alive. Romans chapter 4. You take what is not and you make it so. Same chapter. Father, these next 12 weeks, my world will shrink down to chemo, sickness, the possible loss of my hair, and my family. Help me not to want to rush through this or miss the lessons or the blessings. Ariana sent me a teacup and sesame-covered cashews. Vicki Fleming sent me a hanging basket and a $50 Prairie Gardens gift card. Michelle A. stopped me in the parking lot and said that she wants to bring me a meal. Norman said it in our newsletter, about Isaiah 41, verse 10, where God says, I will help you. People's desire to help us is a reflection of you and oh, the ways that you have helped us. Thanks for joining me again for this week's episode of There Are Good Things Here, and I look forward to being with you again soon.